this is Champagne. This is Treva. And this is Lynn. Yes. And today we're going to be discussing the boy who harnessed the wind. What, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the boy who harnessed the wind is what we're going to be discussing today. Novel by William Kamkwaba and Brian Mueller. And the movie was directed by Chuatel Ejuefor. Did I get that? Can you listen? I think I got that. Let's talk about the book. (laughs) Okay. The story was about uh, someone in a certain condition that rises above it, regardless of all the obstacles that was thrown in his way, and he was able to just sort of succeed. And I love those types of stories. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the book as well. The book for me was a little bit of a slow read, but once I got into it, I definitely enjoyed the book. It definitely was a feel-good story, and I enjoyed that. It was a little slow oh, to start. Oh, for coming up with the terminology that I could think of. Feel-good story. I'm always here for you. I appreciate it. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> like, it was sitting right there. I know. Like, oh, the feel-good story. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I knew you were getting it. I mean, I mean, the person that's like, feel-good story. So I was like, I'm going to slide it in there easily. <laughs> but yes, I do love that feel-good story. But it was a little slow to start with, and then... It ended amazing with a side of thunder. <laughs> can we harness that wind? If we can harness that wind right now, yeah, I love this. I love this story. I loved everything about it. I love the way it was written. It was very easy for me to follow. You know, sometimes when there's a lot of, I wouldn't say history, but I guess a lot of talk about what's going on there in the town, how they lived the different um, things about how the struggles with having to go to school and things of that nature. Sometimes I get lost in that, but I felt like it kept me interested. But Mm -hmm. I kind of felt that it did get me a little lost in the beginning because it was talking about animals and lions and the pride. And I got a little lost on that part, but I, I, of course, caught myself back up. But that part to me wasn't necessary. Yeah. I agree. I I felt like it was trying to get you in that mode of family, almost like, yeah, Lion King or something like that. Like, that's why I was talking about the pride and the animals and you follow when you follow with the pride. I don't know. But like the pack of a community or something like that. Yeah. Village. I think I'm following you on that analogy. I think I'm here. Yeah. Or are you, though? I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't like the trees and the roots, so I'm not really sure what you're following. Right, no, but I'm just saying I'm following you that whole pact and pride. Because one thing that did come out in the book, in addition to in the movie, was that the community, you know, they were coming together when they were just in desperate needs. Some of them would just have a little bit of food, and they would kind of feed the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so so I feel that, that whole uh, community vibe. It's just amazing to me. I didn't you know know those types of stories. I mean, I know there were hard times, but that was just amazing to me how the, what is it, president or chief or whoever, how people mask what's really going on mm-hmm. and how you can just get on, you know, a national level and say that people aren't doing, are doing well when these people are starving. And right. I guess the reality of that hit me with reading and reading this book. Exactly. Because yeah. that was very hard. It was sort very of hard. Comprehend. And you're thinking like, dude, people in your country are dying. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't care. The yeah. one thing that I wish they did with the movie was portray that even more. Yes. Because I felt like it was not downplayed, but kind of graced upon. 
And I feel that way because in the book, they were describing like the thousands of people that were dying, not just from starvation, but from malaria and all the other promulations that were having with starvation. And in the movie, it kind of just, yeah, there was a few graves that we saw, but I feel like they should have touched on further in the movie about that detrimental impact that the president did not do anything to help his people. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So on to the movie discussion. <laughs> I had to jump in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think that was a great transition. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I actually think this was a perfect example of how you can modify the story to make it more cinema friendly, but still maintain the integrity of the story. Because I feel like it really was the same story right. when you were watching the movie. And they made some modifications. Some other modifications did irritate me, but I felt like it was a great ad- adaptation. Yeah. I just felt like I wanted more on what it took for him to get to building the windmill. Yeah, because they took out the whole junkyard scene. Yeah, they took out completely. Which that was one of the things that irritated Mm -hmm. me. I mean, there were a couple of junkyard scenes, but it wasn't, you know, it to me, I did not get out of the movie that literally this 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 kid went there day after day after day, like digging through garbage to find what he needed. Mm-hmm. So it didn't seem like it was as much of a struggle. It just kind of was like, you know, the friends jumped in, they started helping. And then I also didn't like that switch of kind of then no one was helping him except his father, because that I don't remember that in the book in the end. No, it wasn't. I mean, in the book, he was making that windmill. You're right. He was going to the junkyard. His two friends were helping him, loaning him money to get the parts that he needed. Like, even remember when he went to go get go to the welder to get it welded? Like, yeah, Gilbert was helping him a lot. Yeah, a lot. But in the, in the movie, it was like a community effort. It was right. like a whole it, group of people helping him put this stuff together. It maybe really played back it. into the beginning about how we were talking about a lion's pride in the village. The and maybe they were trying, trying to, to portray it. Trying to, like, bring that right back around to show community. Yeah, maybe. And not necessarily portray their country in a negative note as well, because I think it may have portrayed them more negatively if they stayed more true to the book. However, if you're starving, you're going to do what you got to do to, you know, to survive. You're going to rob more. You're going to do the Yeah, everyone wants to survive. So you're going to do what you have to do for your family. And I felt like a little bit of that was kind of left out. But it might have been to, you know, not put them in such a negative light. I don't but know. I love the fact that his schoolmates were calling him the crazy junkyard yes. kid. Mm-hmm. And everybody yes. just was throwing stuff, not throw, physically throwing stuff, but just hitting him with all of this. What are you doing? You're crazy. And then, boom, he builds this thing. He lights up the house. Like, I don't, that was the feel good part of the, the book for me. Yes. And so the movie missed that. Yes. To me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially with the small steps, the little small I guess, hurdles that he was accomplishing, especially with adding light to the house and then it progressing to that milestone. He went to the next one, which was which ended up leading to the windmill. But those little small successes that he did have, I didn't get that feeling in the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. I also didn't get as strong of a feeling about his drive to try to attend school. I mean, they did touch on it. It was showed, but I just felt like you're thinking about this kid who's also trying to build something to save his community, but also not trying to let go of school. And I just think that wasn't as deep as I thought it should have been as well. Yeah. It was good, though. Really, really like the book. What did you guys think about the role of his sister in the book versus Versus, the movie? Yeah. uh, Yeah, Annie. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this like a whole 20 minutes about Annie? Because I don't know what happened. (laughs) Like, Annie was there and then Annie left in the book. And then, I don't know, it just went on too long for me. So, I 
kind of like the love story because at least we saw it building up. In the book, it was sort of like, oh, I'm here, and then all of a sudden, I'm leaving with this person I'm in love with. So in the right, movie, like, we kind of saw that she had like a little, so I'm looking at each other. Little crush. And mm-hmm. that something was going on. So I did appreciate that, but it didn't get a lot of time. <laughs> I would have rather had right, more time spent on him building the windmill or the struggle with him building the windmill or the struggle of showing how far he had to go to get these parts. Something that showed a little bit more about that. I felt like I would have enjoyed more. Yeah. Yeah. Annie definitely was in and out. I feel like she, these two people came to the house and next thing you know, she left with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, they didn't flesh that out in the book at all. So I guess they took the opportunity to do it in the movie. And then they also got rid of the other sister, which... Yes. I don't know. There was a part in the book where she was kind of taking more food than she needed mm-hmm. to. Right, right. And they were arguing. They were yeah, arguing. arguing. Yeah. yeah, so I don't... They just... She disappeared in the movie, right? Yeah, she, well, it was a baby instead. No, it should have been three girls. It should have been three girls. Oh. It was a. It was the two girls and then the baby. Oh, and then Annie just, left and it was just her... Yeah. Him and the sister that used to argue over silly stuff. Gotcha. That siblings do. Yeah. And then some of the failures, I think, would have been good to show. Like, remember when he almost burned his house down yes. in the book? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, to me, that's what you... I, I think those are the struggles you want to see. That shows that drive yeah. to Im- improve and be better. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. missed. Yeah, I, I think that part was missed. How did you guys like the characters? The casting? I actually liked the characters. I did, too. Yeah. I love the cast. William, Dad, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just definitely. think he's going to nail anything. Oh, no. I said William, Dad. I was so, like, I don't know who that was. What? <laughs> What's that? I'm I know you're talking well. about the dad. You're talking about the dad. Right. Yeah, but William. William. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, try well. I, I mean, I think he... I've never seen him play anything that he didn't do a good the, job. Right. That's true. That's yeah. true. I'm a big That's fan true. of his. And he did not, a great not, job directing this. the name. How do you pronounce his name again? Chuatel? Yeah. Chuatel. Chuatel. Chuatel nails every... Every, every single one to me isn't that odd how people can just play different roles i mean he is one of those people that can just morph himself into mm-hmm. his role like right. a true actor one true. of the things that i thought about was does he naturally speak that language i don't know what language it was i tried to google it but that wasn't happening very well but um whatever language they speak in malawi i don't know because he was so fluent and like the precision of how it just kind of blended all together. I didn't know if he was a, a native speaker of that language or if he just mastered it that well to sound fluid. I don't so know. It's interesting. Do you remember the movie Amasad? Mm-hmm. Do you remember he was the translator? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I remember reading an article on how he was saying that he did not know that language. It wasn't his first language and he had to study it. And people were just talking about how he mastered. Oh, wow. wow. That well, there you go. Said. So that may be why he, I mean, whether or not, it just seems like he's a master of. of he's a true uh, actor. He's a true secret master. linguist hidden talent, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> master of his craft, because a lot of people nowadays don't study enough. Um, and then Agnes, mom, great job. I loved her. Oh, I loved her too. Yes. Very so. strong black woman. Oh, I loved, I loved her. her. And I love how she stood up to him in like the little small nuances that, um, well, I'm sorry, him, the dad, mm-hmm. uh, with like, 
not even supporting William or even just giving the bike. I love her, like her body language was like, oh, so you think that your say is going to be the final say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can really like, tell. Exactly. <laughs> you can tell that. And her body language and her mannerisms really showed that. And I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you say her name? What was that? She, that actress? Aisa. 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 I don't know how to say it. Mega. But yeah. Gia. Mega. Yeah. Mega. But yeah, I thought you did a great job. But the way they write her name, the eyes have the two dots, and that that gives it a different pronunciation. But I can't remember. Sorry, we are not English majors. At least I am not (laughs) major of anything. (laughs) And my doggie, they changed that too in the movie. Yeah, how the dog died. Yeah, I mean it was a little more bearable yeah. I know I was devastated in the book me about too the I was the too I was too but I, yeah I think it was that was his ride or die it so was sad. his ride or die yeah. it was his ride or die and how in the beginning where he was sitting outside waiting for him after school just was like it warmed my heart it did yeah. and I and I was I was recalling in the book I don't remember the dad fussing at him about feeding the dog but in the movie he was he he kind of yelled at him like don't feed that dog our food no more I don't remember that in a book either. I don't remember that either. But that dog really helped take care of him and, and try to save the family. <laughs> but I guess you're right. People yeah. would have, Peter or somebody would have been mad about how mm-hmm. how it came across in the movie if it had stuck to the book. Yeah. Not going to tell you how. Read the book and then you'll know. But I think that's one of the modifications to make it more cinema friendly that yes. I think work well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even well, for me anyway, because like I said, I was devastated. And the town, like just the background and the scenery, like even the market that they talked about. All of that was how I envisioned it, even though I have never been to Africa. Should they go there? I mean, was it actually filmed there? Because that's what I was wondering. I did not Google that to figure it out. But it just looked so realistic to me. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm looking at the bricks on the house and how Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily perfectly even because, you know, they're being done by hand and they don't have the same tools and, you know, all that kind of stuff I looked at. Even the tools that they were using. I kind of felt like they should have showed a, a few more people actually working when he was getting ready to demonstrate the windmill. Then I saw a lot of people out there kind of working the field. But I didn't necessarily notice that a lot in the beginning. And I don't know if I missed it or it seemed like he was by himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It did. Working the whole field. It did. It did. So that kind of threw me. I just I really would have liked more about building. I I just wanted more. Well, and then the last thing at the end of the story in the book, he hadn't completed the water piece of it before he went to the conferences, remember? And they got, he got sponsors to come back and help him build the water. Right, build more. But in the book, I mean, in the movie, you know, they showed them in the field working it and then the water dripping down right. and everybody's yeah. excited about it. I actually liked that. Cause Me it was too. Sort of like he made that yeah. accomplishment and he didn't have anybody coming and help him with that. But I'm interested, I would be interested to know in like which was closer to the truth. I would have liked to see him, um, like in the book, in the movie, like when he, he got a chance to come to America. Yeah, his travels York. and yeah, how he felt like, when he got to... he seemed so excited. Be on a plane. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The first skyscraper. time, yeah. I would have liked to see that. You know what, you're right. To be honest, the description of it yeah. was just, like, great. So humbling. Like, we've yeah. never been there. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, really? But to be honest, this really could have been one of those two-part series, you know? Yeah. Like, 
on Netflix or something. Mm -hmm. It could have been a two-part series because the first part, if they had went more in-depth about what he was going through and how he got to the point of even getting the first model built, then part two could have been more about him moving on and U.S. and where he's come from. And it also could have talked about, you know, what has gone. They could have added more about what has gone on since then Mm because we don't know that from the book. Right. Right. You're right. right. It was kind of abrupt from the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how they summarized everything in the end by writing it and showing little pictures mm-hmm. because at first I was like, what the heck is this again? Right. <laughs> right. You needed that for closure mm-hmm. when I yeah, was watching it. Too. I was like, okay, like, I need them to bring some closure to right. the story. And I'm glad so. that they showed the actual people. Yeah. And it's funny, not funny, but remember when her mom, um, the mother, Agnes, told the daughter, like, I don't want you to be just a wife um, and she ended up being having kids and being a wife and a mother yeah because she was good in school yeah because she was great in school yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that didn't come that out at sad. all yeah but you think so when they were sitting in the bedroom having the conversation about whether they oh, could the afford mm, to send her to school yeah or send yeah. him to school right because she wanted to go right. to university and it's like what about me kind of thing I feel like in the movie they did express that um, her brain it was just as smart and powerful um, after her family side. But I feel like <laughs> Annie, <laughs> I felt a little like punch they put in there, but I feel like Annie, that they really wanted her to go to school and not just be that stay at home mom because she was so smart, just like William. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were sharp. That was a sharp family. No, mm-hmm. yeah, they were very smart, mm-hmm. even though people called them crazy. Right. In the beginning, they're very, very but smart. But most geniuses are labeled as crazy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, people call me crazy all the time. Me too. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Set yourself up for that one. <laughs> all right, so let's get to the rating. What do you all think about this adaptation? Rhea? I loved it. Full glass for me. Full glass for me. I love the book. Love the movie. Loved how they brought it on. I mean, there were a few things that I didn't like that were missed. But all in all, I loved it. I would agree. I'm going to give it a full glass also. I think the end, they could have done a lot more with and made it seem, I guess it guess gave us more of a conclusion. But from book to movie, I liked everything. So I give it a full glass. Yeah, And I agree. Full glass for Treva. And I also agree. Full glass. Um, on still the movie, um, the book itself was a little slow starting out, but... I, I definitely like both of them. So, so this one definitely gets a full, a full bottle. Full bottle of wine. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, oh, oh. I, 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 I can't drink it. I really wish you guys could see <laughs> what's going on in here. <laughs> that is a sight to be seen. Woo, what you mean? Thank you to Alani Winery for supplying us our bottle today for this bottle of super Tuscan wine that we're having with today's podcast. Ooh, yum, yum. Yum. Delicious. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've had too much of that wine. Okay. So, <laughs> let me just take your glass off. Alright, so catch us on the next episode. Looking forward to your comments, um, any reviews or any feedback you have for us. Follow us on Instagram at ReadWatchWine. Yeah, subscribe, rate us, let us know how we're doing, give us a review. See you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.